You're listening to Treasuring Mothers with your host, Jenny Baxter. Today I have as my guest, Joe Boros, who is the host of Be That, the TV show. Thank you, Joe, for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to have you back again. Now, last time we talked a lot about family and the impact that this world has on us as mums because it's not simple with kids, little kids. You've got three children, haven't you? Yes, I do. Yeah. Three. Uh, I've got a 10-year-old, 8-year-old and 5-year-old. Uh, and yeah, the juggle is real and <laughs> the day-to-day can be a little chaotic sometimes. Absolutely. And then how often do you work? with? If you're a host of a TV show, that's that's a pretty full-on full job too, I imagine. Yeah, look, I was actually a breakfast radio announcer uh, for three and a half years um, and resigned at the end of last year. So this year I've been focusing on the TV show and, um, you know, being around more for the kids in the morning, which has been so great. Um, but it's my, I mean, I've got a great husband who is, really supportive of you know what the call is on my life and you know finding that balance as a family for us all to feel I guess fulfilled in life. Yes it's not a simple thing and I think we forget sometimes yes it's about our own fulfillment as women but there's other people in the picture too so asking the question what fulfills your children is actually an interesting question. Yes what uh, does fulfill them? <laughs> it changes right. every day. I haven't really thought about lessons, that myself. They last but... three weeks and then want to do something else. No, um, it's amazing as they're getting older to see the little gifts on their life and the things that they're good at. My ten-year-old daughter was doing art lessons a few years ago. She's an incredible little artist. Um, and then it got to a season where we're like, we actually just—it's not in the budget at the moment, so we pulled her out. But then I started to notice that she was really needing that creative outlet. So we made a way to put her back in and she's thriving, you know, being back into that space. Yeah, and that's great. And it's interesting because it's different for every child. You can't just do the same thing over and over. I'm assuming the other kids in your family aren't gifted as artists. So that means it's different for them, different journey. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they all love to draw. Uh, but it's funny because our five-year-old, Jake, we tried to put him into something and he's just not ready. He just wants to be with us and his little friends at school and so that's helpful for the budget and not have kids begging to do everything. But I think, you know, family time is super important. We actually recently introduced having a Sabbath day. So trying to guard Friday night and Saturday as family time because it was just getting so busy with school and work and then church on Sundays and we just weren't having that absolute downtime. And I remember my eight-year-old saying, Mum, can we please just have one whole day where it's just our family? You know, we host a lot, we have people for dinner, we're hanging out with friends. And it was a bit of a wake-up call. I thought, gosh, you know, if our eight-year-old is asking for downtime and, you know, just time for our family, and they're thriving. We play board games or we, you know, go for a scooter ride to the beach and just have some downtime as a family, stay in our PJs till 10 or 11. (laughs) Um, And, you know, it's really, we're reaping the benefits of it. That sounds so great. And, and similar in my family, although uh, my, my children have all left home now, but we recently went on a holiday, just all of us, uh, and we haven't done that probably since our eldest daughter left home. So, you know, 15 years or something. And gosh, wow. it was so much fun and everybody really enjoyed it. And it was costly. You know, they had to take annual leave and they had to book flights and all that sort of thing but it, it worked out and we had a great time so family time continue in many forms in as years go by 
Yeah, hashtag family goals. I hope I'm doing that in 20 years' time. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So, and, and you mentioned before how supportive your husband is in, in, in being able to get kids off to school and all those sorts of things and, and in your flexible work hours too. So how does that work with your marriage situation? Well, I think one of the big things for us that, you know, I've learned to do well is releasing him to do things how he wants to. Like you, you can see even a new mum, if the husband's trying to help or she's like, don't do it like that, do it like this. And there's a lot of, um, I guess, control coming from the mother. And I noticed that I was doing that. And so I had to step back and go, look, he's the dad too. And I, you know, I need to be released from the duties to you know, work or do whatever I'm needing to. And so learning to allow him to have freedom in being the dad and being hands-on and proactive. And now I reap the benefits. He's incredible. And he's got an amazing relationship with the kids. So we saw it not as a negative that I had to go back to work part-time, but, you know, I saw it as this is giving him time with them as well. And it's really helped, you know, their relationship as well and, and how close he is with them, which is really cool. Yeah, do you consciously go for date nights or have any specific routine like that? Absolutely, and we've done that from the beginning. Uh, You know, everyone's different, but for us and how we had been brought up, marriage was our number one priority. Um, We wanted to still be best friends at the end of it, so we have been very proactive, and budgets didn't always mean that it was possible to get a babysitter and go out. Um, but we would, you know, set up the candles and have a romantic dinner at home or, and, you know, every chance we got, we would take a date. We, it's now amazing because the kids are at school and so I can go meet him for coffee during the day, um, you know, if I don't have something on that day. And we take every chance we can to just be us. Um, and our kids tease us about it, but you can tell that they love it, you know. And as they're getting older and realising that they're benefiting from our strong relationship, uh, they're actually even more supportive about us going on dates. So I just think it's it's a big issue these days when people are putting the kids before their relationship. I think we need to be proactive about putting each other first. That's right. And I, I remember at one point telling me our kids, actually for us, divorce isn't an option. I think there were quite a few divorces happening with their friends. And for Mm. us to say to them, this is not on the agenda for us. It's not going to happen. We are working towards a very long-term marriage. So you don't need to worry about that. That conversation was such a relief for them, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Because let's be honest, I think it's 52% of relationship marriages end in divorce. And so we are being proactive about staying best friends and we tell our kids we say you've got to allow us time and even at night you know kids can get in the bad habit of coming out not wanting to go to bed and I actually say to my kids you are robbing mummy and daddy of our time together we've given everything you need today you need to go to bed because I think sometimes we can let the kids rule the house and then you know the husband often gets pushed to the side or he gets put in the kids bed and the kids sleep with mum or whatever happens but in our house, it's very much mum and dad are one. And, you know, kids, we love you and adore you, but, you know, you're not more important than daddy. And it's funny because they often say to me, who do you love more? You know, especially my five-year-old Jake, he's like, who do you love more, me or dad? And I'm like, dad. He's like, no, you don't, you love me more. And so it's this running joke. But, you know, for them to know how much my husband and I love and support each other, I think actually gives them a lot of security. 
Definitely. And, yeah, in this day and age, that's something that kids really need to hone in on, I think, or we need to hone in on, on behalf of the, them. So that, yeah. yeah. And marriage isn't an easy journey. We've had our ups and downs. We've had some really hard seasons. But I think we just have to all make that decision. We don't joke about divorce. We're like you. We were like, divorce is not an option. And I think when you have that in your mind, it makes you more of a team. And so you tackle problems or things that come up uh, hurt from each other, you tackle it in a different way because you both have the same end goal that we stay together and we're on the same team. So I think even just making that mental decision to go, divorce is not an option, I want to stay married. So every decision we make comes out of that. Yeah, so how's that worked with your faith journey in that? As a couple or? Yeah, as a couple and how do you view uh, your Spirituality is something you do together? Do you pray together, read the Bible together? Or is, is spirituality something that's very much more personal to you? Um, it was more personal up until a couple of years ago when we faced a really hard marriage challenge um, where it kind of forced us to be open with each other and more vulnerable. And, you know, it was a painful time. But out of that, I've seen an incredible change in our faith and our relationship with God together. So we now do pray together a lot more. Um, we actually started at the beginning of this year listening to a Nikki Gumbel Bible in a Year devotion together every morning. So I'm a bit spoiled now that I'm not doing breakfast radio. My husband makes me a coffee in the morning and then we sit and we listen to the devotion together and often pray after that. Um, and I'm just seeing such a strength at a deeper level in our marriage because of that, uh, which is really cool. And I think praying for him outside of together, like actually praying for God in his life and, you know, for him to grow as a man. And I'm seeing him even stronger in his faith. It's it's pretty incredible, to be honest. Um, if you had have asked me 10 years ago how a marriage would be now, I, I wouldn't have, you know, dreamt that it could be how great it is now. Sounds like you've really worked through some interesting issues and got through them with God's help, which is yeah. where we get our strength from in the end, isn't it? So Absolutely. Yeah, 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 but I think it's just that choice to go, no matter what, we're staying committed. And um, obviously there are special circumstances. If it's domestic violence or something like that, um, you've got to get help um, and protect yourself. But I think if it's just the day-to-day struggles and the annoyances and you know making bad decisions, then I think you just have to get yourself to a place where the marriage is a priority and you're both in it for the long haul. Absolutely. Well, Joe, really deep conversation we've had today, but I've really <laughs> enjoyed chatting to you. And thank you for your vulnerability and, and willingness to share some of the deep things of your heart. And um, I'm sure that God's going to continue to bless you and your family with great things as the future comes by. Oh, thank you, Jenny. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Burros, our guest today, the host of Be That, the TV show that you can catch on ACC TV. Thanks for joining me today, Joe. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to Treasuring Mothers. Be sure to visit treasuringmothers.com to join the conversation, access show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content.